Getty. Studio C. A question, senor. When did we lose the George Washington studio from the Abe Lincoln what's-its? I loved that. Dimly lit room, deep within the bowels. The Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. Today on a Monday, to kick off a brand new week. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. Hideki Matsuyama. Who that? That's your master's champion. That's a golf tournament? <laughs> yes, it's the golf tournament. It's my Super Bowl. And it was this weekend, I assume? It it was, and that was the first ever uh, Asian winner, a uh, history-making win. First Japanese national to win the tournament. Yippee. Um, I'm so into all the identity first this and that. I just could, can't get enough of that. I love that stuff. Ba-da, ba-da. How you doing? Brand new week. And there you go. The week is off. The week is off and running. Ah, finally. And it is our job to inform you. I'm seeing a lot of headlines about a black man shot by police officers in Minneapolis and rioting and curfews and whatnot. Yes, sir. So I suppose we got to look into that story as the George Floyd uh, trial is uh, going on and it's being tied to it somehow. Not exactly sure that's uh, the way you should look at it. But Well, you're not uh, clickbait. And having read the particulars of this uh, pulling over, it's so difficult to know what happened. Always. So much of the reporting is inaccurate, and, and honestly, sometimes the coppers, their reports aren't accurate. Yeah. Um, what's your first look at it tell you, based on the know. reporting? I, I hate to say this, because you will berate me for it. You are a berater. My first impression is, I don't know enough to comment. What? Yeah, I know. Turn in sucky, your talk show host card. Talk show host. <laughs> you suck. Hmm. That's the last thing the trial needed was that. Although it's going the direction, certainly, of convicting Chauvin. Um, as uh, you had another expert on Friday testify that a healthy person would have died in those circumstances. Right. They're going to have to really address that on the defense. And, and, of, of and, course. And beat that up because that's a pretty powerful statement. Right. Keep in mind, of course, that the defense has not put on their case, and the jury is the sole arbiter of truth. Mm-hmm. What are facts, and what are what are true facts, Jack, and what are untrue facts? The jury decides all of that. How about some good news? I don't know if you saw 60 Minutes last night, but the uh, the opening story with the Fed chair, the current Fed chair, man, he was nothing but optimistic about where we're going, and he was quoting all these other Wall Street heavyweights to how great the economy's just taken off and roaring forward and everything like that. I, I was actually quite heartened by the story. Uh, first of all, I will not watch 60 Minutes ever again, as they are uh, a hatchet-wielding tool of the left now. And secondly, I remember so distinctly reading, what when was that, the 80s, 90s? Probably the 90s, when Alan Greenspan was being hailed as the man who'd figured out the economy and will never have another recession. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I hate to whiz in anybody's Wheaties uh, or I think any, you, really any uh, other breakfast cereal. I think you enjoy it. Uh, no, certainly not. I just, I'm cautious about this I stuff. think you yeah. say to people, hey, enjoying those Wheaties? How about this? <laughs> Hey, oh, sorry. Hey, look at Wheaties. that over there. <laughs> 
No, no, I'm just trying to be realistic. You, you know, you get to a certain age, you've seen a certain yeah. number of bubbles, and one characteristic that every bubble shares is experts explaining why it's not a bubble. Yeah, one thought did occur to me is uh, in my lifetime, none of the big crashes have re- have been predicted, certainly not with any accuracy. Yeah. On the other hand, I am criticizing something I did not see, so feel free to, to fill us in at some point. Um. Well, just to, that that's the long and short of it. Lots and lots of optimism. Um. It seems crazy how fast houses are going up. It seems crazy that we set a uh, a new stock market record every other day. That all sounds pretty crazy to me. Yeah. Um. I I do also think it's interesting that there are help wanted signs freaking everywhere. I did some traveling with the kids this weekend, and I don't know if I went to a place that didn't have a help wanted sign. Uh, what does that mean for the economy? And I you know I chatted up the people, and now we can't get anybody to apply. <sighs> We got millions and millions and millions of people out of work that is being used as an excuse for passing trillion dollar packages while there's a help wanted sign in every business in America. And a great deal of those multi trillion dollars are just going to flow straight to people because they're so unfortunate and things are so rough they can't possibly be expected to work. How does that math figure out? It doesn't. So it, I, it, I worry well, about that. And the math bothers me even less than the sociology of it. Yeah. What are, what are we creating? What are the, well, France is the answer. We're creating another France, a, a, a half dead, moribund, ambitionless, innovationless, entitled, whiny country. It, and don't it, do it. it. But it's bad on both ends. I mean, if you've got people who say, well, I don't want to work at McDonald's or Starbucks or that toy store or whatever. Um, okay, that's its own cultural thing you were just uh, discussing. And then the other end of it, these places need employees to stay open. And at a certain price, they can't function. So, uh, you know, how's it work from the other end? Um, it's robots. Very complex. We need more robots. Robot workers. <laughs> then robot worker unions. And then illegal immigrant robots. Then voting for illegal immigrant robots. That's the road we're going down. I was at the ocean over the weekend. I got my nose so sunburnt, it is purple. <laughs> you have to get really sunburnt to be purple. I've done it a couple of times in my life. It's not wow. good for you. In case you've never done it, there is a sunburn beyond red. Wow. Where it no longer hurts. You have no feeling in it whatsoever. And it's purple. I've done that to a couple of body parts. It can't be good for you. Your nose and... And what? What other body parts? Oh, in my life? Yes. Oh, like my legs, my ears, my shoulders. No, most of your 30s, you were a nudist, as I recall. But uh, (laughs) it was in my 20s when I did that. Uh, As my doctor said, if we would... Just the other day, he told me this, because I have to go in and get some things cut off of me for pre-discussed uh, sun exposure. Um, yeah. He said if we if we could, we'd go back and tell our 15-year-olds what this is like. Of course, our 15-year-olds would tell us to blank off <laughs> and mind their own business. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Trust me, there was no talking to 15-year-old Joe. You could convince him of nothing. You think I'm bad now, huh? <laughs> uh, anyway, my nose is purple. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our technical director, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing good. In uh, 13 minutes... Uh, 46 years ago, basically, I came into this world. So today's oh. my birthday. For, I'll be 46. Fantastic. But I just thought about it. I'm now on the other side of the 40s 
You know, so it means that metal closer to fifty than forty. Yeah, it means that metal detectors are going to be really appealing to me pretty soon. <laughs> as a, as an as as something can, for fun, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd be and happy value. to and value and value absolutely. That's right. I'd be happy to tutor you in the ways of bird watching too, Michael. Oh, as boy. you're approaching that age, ah, you don't want to be bird watching in your forties. <laughs> but as always, <laughs> I don't want money. The plumage. I don't Go want on. gifts. I just want my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, around here. Good luck. Happy birthday to you, Michael. Yeah, thank you. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How about you, Sean? Doing quite well. I think uh, people would take sunburns more seriously in general if we called them by their more kind of scientifically accurate name. It's a radiation burn is what you got. It's not, Indeed. The sunburn sounds too, like, because the sun is fun. Who doesn't like the sun? Oh, just a little <laughs> burn on it. No, no, no. That's a, you got radiation on, on your face there. Yeah, That's right. The Beach Boys wrote no jaunty songs about radiation, Sean. It's an excellent <laughs> point. Maybe they should play a, a video of someone getting the Mose surgery, which I've had. Arr, and that, arr, one, that one yeah. hurts. Oh. Uh, maybe they should play a video for that to all, like, sophomores in high school. Think about Gross. this one. You're getting your next suntan. That Just, is so gross. It triggered me. Younger people are definitely getting less sun than the uh, previous generation. There's no doubt about that. 100%, yeah. Which is a smart thing to do. Yep. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday, April 12th, the year 2021. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's all begin absorbing the rays of information. According to FCC rules and regulations, the show starts at Mark. I've watched 60 Minutes for decades. After your biased piece on Governor DeSantis, I will only watch it one more time just to see if you broadcast this message. We'll play you the whole thing, 60 Minutes with an odd ending uh, last night since they came out under such fire, and deservedly so, for their hit piece on a governor from Florida that is a uh, heavyweight for becoming president in 2024. Well, and as you predicted last week, a heavier heavyweight than ever thanks to 60 Minutes. Yeah, they elevated him uh, yeah. greatly. By by uh, by doing this by poorly editing his 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 answer to a question about vaccinations and whatnot, and uh, as uh, as one of my favorite pundits put it last night, you don't get to do the whole. Well, some people say this, some people say that about something that was clearly obviously wrong. Right. It was a hatchet, job. and that's what they did at the ex- at end of sixty minutes. Here's an unhappy person. Here's a person who's happy we did it that way. So you know, different people have different points of view. Now, watch the whole video of how they edited his answer. That's just a crime against journalism. There's no two ways to it at all. Yeah. Wow, that's weak. Yeah, it really is. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's very nice. Start the week off with a uh, a, a blast. A blast like a blast. Blast. Whoa, we're having a blast. Yeah, it's just it's just a shooting out of the starting gate. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, what? We'll catch you up on everything. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You mentioned the term clickbait. The hot new thing with clickbait around COVID is breakthrough cases. Wall Street Journal points out that that's going to be a hot new thing of trying to keep the drama alive as the drama goes away from this thing, as we just get gets more and more obvious that things can get back to normal. Breakthrough cases are going to be all the rage and have been. I'm uh, glad to be out ahead of that. We'll explain why that's so stupid from a mathematical standpoint, among other things coming up. Excellent. Right now, mailbag. 
You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Do you have an opinion you want to share? Keep it short. Something we ought to be talking about? Send the link, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I've watched 60 Minutes for decades after your body. I've who, who asked you? Our freedom-loving quotes of the day this week, coming from Voltaire. Jack, of course, you know that's Francois-Marie Arouet, known by his nom de plume, Voltaire. French Enlightenment writer, historian, and philosopher, famed, famous for his wit. Okay. And his criticism of the Catholic famous Church. Famous for his wit. He was a witty son of a gun. I've read several uh, things uh, he wrote way back in the day. A couple of quotes. Is politics nothing other than the art of deliberate lying? Fairly straightforward. I'd say. And I mentioned this late in the show yesterday, looking forward to today. Uh, This is so... Remember this, folks. Remember this. A witty saying proves nothing. A witty saying. A moving slogan. A twist of words. A witty saying proves nothing. Well, yeah, you can often get cheers for it. But uh, on, oh, upon further reflection, people will decide, but what does that mean? Or that's wrong? Or whatever. I often refer to it as greeting card rhetoric, sloganeering. So what? You strung together a phrase. Let's talk about the policy, how it will work, the pros, the cons, what will change in the wake of said policy. But, you know, that's why nobody wants me at their parties. Moving along to the correspondence proper, it's Dave writing, Dear Infrastructure Team, I've listened to you infrastructures for years, and I sincerely thank you from both my infrastructure. I especially appreciate you now that infrastructure, who I'd listened to since the 1990s, has passed. I tuned into the other radio infrastructures through the day, and you're the only one I like well enough to email my various infrastructures to. No one else these days combines infrastructure with infrastructure in such clever ways that you guys constantly manage to do. Consistently, I'm sorry. Many infrastructures, Dave. I appreciate it, Dave. Well well done. Uh, we're tracking with you there. Nick writes, Joe, I don't know if you watched the Masters. Of course I watched the Masters. But an Asian won it. You would not believe the hate from the mostly white Georgia crowd in attendance. You're awesome. Great job. Congratulations, etc. So ugly. Nice job, Nick. Uh, unwoke, unwoke older woman writes, on the topic is uh, put Bill Gates away. Hey, fellas, did your parents ever say to either or both of you, if you had brains, you'd be dangerous? <laughs> no, my parents didn't tend to say that sort of thing, but others might have. Well, that's Bill Gates. The man is insane, but since he's a billionaire, it's okay. If a homeless per- person walking down the street were contacted by authorities and he said he had a way to cool the earth and then described Gates' idea, he'd probably be taken to a mental health facility for at least a 72-hour hold. That's what needs to happen at Gates and any weapons he owns taken away from him. We should play that uh, <laughs> because we did that at the very end of the show on Friday. Bill Gates has a plan. I don't know whether or not he gets to do it or not to blot out the sun to cool <laughs> off the earth for a while. Like, to blot out the sun for the whole Earth. Was he stroking his white cat while he was discussing that? Or? <laughs> well, my thing is, does he get to do that if he decides it's a good idea? Can anybody stop him? Well, surely that's against some sort of law, blotting out the sun. <laughs> if it's not, <laughs> I tell you what, how about we put the whole phony infrastructure thing on hold for like 48 hours? Uh, let's see, what else do we have? Uh, no Name Ron writes, I was reading a little about the argument against voter ID laws and found this. 21 million eligible voters in the United States do not have a government-issued ID, photo ID. But and for many, for many, these IDs are very difficult to secure. I don't believe that for a single second. Now, this but... issue should be over. People have fought and died for the right to vote. Voter ID laws prevent people from exercising this right. Then don't we also have to get rid of having an ID to buy a gun? 
21 million people in the U.S. do not have government-issued IDs. You just said that. And for many, these IDs are very difficult to secure. People have fought and died for our constitutional rights, including the right to bear arms. Buyer ID, buyer ID laws prevent people from exercising this Second Amendment right. Nice job. There's Mom. no controversy on that topic. It should be no. over. 70-some percent of people agree. So that one should be over. Yeah, and I want to talk about that a little bit more. Folks, we have to, those of us who do not think voter integrity and voting integrity is some sort of joke to be run roughshod over, we need to make an offensive case for that. Not offensive like, you know, farting in an elevator, but go on the offense and make the point that if people start to doubt the fidelity of the vote in this country, we are doomed. You could make the argument we need to lean way toward vote fidelity as opposed to everybody votes all the time we'll just mail out millions of ballots and anybody can return them anytime no ids no signatures anything otherwise you're disenfranchising people it's a specious argument and it's counterproductive it's dangerous of course you don't have to worry about it if bill gates blots out the sun also uh michael your goal should be on your birthday to have enough friends that this doesn't happen to you a guy died in 2011 his bills were being paid automatically so no one noticed He's been dead for 10 years. That should be your goal on your birthday, among other stories we've got coming up for you. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The house where Lizzie Borden murdered her parents has been sold for $2 million and will be turned into a bed and breakfast. Though a bed and breakfast where a murder happened is pretty much just a day's in. Whoa, wait. I laughed out loud at that joke. I thought, why? I, I have stayed and will continue to stay in Days Inns regularly. They are perfectly fine. They are perfectly yes. fine. Depending on the neighborhood. I have never once seen a murder at a Days Inn. Funny joke, though. <laughs> um, uh, here's my favorite uh, breaking news of the day. One of Iran's most important nuclear facilities has gone dark after an explosion mm. inside of their computers that run the whole thing. Mm, that's too bad. So who We kn- all need IT help these days, don't we? <laughs> who knows what's going on there? So the Biden administration... Maybe Netanyahu does. <laughs> Well, does Joe Biden. So the Biden administration's getting beaten up pretty good for giving way too much on the good negotiations with Iran um, as they try to restart the deal that Trump ended. Israel's really unhappy about it. We could be doing a good guy, bad guy thing completely. I have no idea. Biden could have been completely aware and involved intricately in the timing of this with Israel. Or had no idea whatsoever, and Israel is pissed off. I have no idea, and we will never know. But anyway, Israel, with or without our help and knowledge, blew up the computer that runs their most important nuclear facility, and it is dark as of today, and it'll take at least nine months to get going, according to the New York Times. I think a pretty good way to describe Israel's policy regional threats is, we will do what we need to preserve ourselves, and if you would like to come along, we'd be delighted to have you. But they do not need our permission to do anything. And given the Biden uh, stance on this sort of thing, I'll bet they acted independently. But that's just a guess. It's hard to say. You never know with these things. 
I have been very surprised many times when when the news finally comes out. But the news often doesn't come out for like 25, 30 years. So right, right. It takes a while to figure it out. A um, couple of other things we need to tell you about. Uh, Great Britain is ending the world's longest, strictest shutdown that has happened during the entire pandemic. Great Britain was getting uh, just battered by the British variant. Not hard to do the math on that one. Hello. Um, uh, and uh, knowing it was there and seeing it coming, unlike, you know, Michigan, for instance, uh, who didn't really know it was there until it was too late, they locked down hard a long time ago and uh, have been locked down this whole time and are just loosening the reins today. So that's something. We have really lucked out in the United States, lockdown-wise, compared to lots of other places. And do we really think lockdowns work long time? Is that settled? Don't know. Are we confident? Don't know that at all. New York, our uh, Wall Street Journal had an interesting article over the weekend that this, the, 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 with few exceptions, for the most part, the states that lock down the most have suffered by far the most economic damage. Mm-hmm. There is not any data yet to show that locking down had really any difference on how much COVID you got. So if you put those two things together, you've got to go with the looser strategy. You just have to. And anybody who's not a soft head, or, you know, that overstates it. I'm sorry. Anybody who has the gift of making rational decisions, even during frightening times, understands that, yes, there is a trade between economic damage and the number of lives lost. If you say, oh, no, if we just save one life, it's worth it. You know nothing about governance and history. Uh, again, you know, you could shut down the uh, interstate highways and limit the speed limit to 15 miles per hour across the country. You would save tens of thousands of lives, but the economic damage it would do would be enormous. So we don't do it. So, yeah, I, I would love for there to be an honest, accurate uh, appraisal of those strategies someday. I don't expect to ever see it. So you've been talking a lot about clickbait in the world of uh, COVID to try to keep you scared because they're... Mm-hmm. You know, the best news story in the world was Trump. He left. They still had the great news story of the COVID. And when it's gone, then what, what are you going to use for people? to Fear to and conflict sell. Of course, um, yeah. An op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, Dr. Fauci tear off these ma- masks, talks about the interest the media seems to have in keeping the drama of COVID alive with breakthrough cases, in quotes. That's people who are fully vaccinated who have contracted COVID. I actually have notes from a couple of those that I saw as headlines over the weekend. That I was going to bring them to you until I found this out. Never mind that the hundred cases reported in Washington state, for instance, are one one hundredth of the one percent of the total one point two million who have been vaccinated there. And that given the vaccine is ninety five percent effective, this is exactly what they were expecting. And only eight of the hundred were hospitalized and only two died, both over 80 and already ill. Wow. So what is the reason that health officials and much of the media insist on denying us even the faintest glimmer of hope? It's got to be that they just they need the eyeballs. They need the clicks. Right, exactly. So you're as likely to get reinfected and die of it as you are to be mauled by a bear on the streets of Manhattan. <laughs> it sounds like, it, yeah. You know, and we've talked about this for a long time, the, the ridiculousness of getting it well okay i got it most people don't nothing happens so right um so sick 80 year olds are one in a million wow so the clickbait the governor of michigan was on yesterday on one of the shows i saw her being interviewed and uh experts are pointing out now that michigan's actually suffering from having done such a good job of locking down the virus didn't have a chance to spread and so now it's just ravaging all those people that have no immunity which you you've been talking about for a year Maybe it's a good idea to let all the young, healthy, healthy people get it. 
which seems like it would be. I mean, isn't that what they were just saying, if they're using that as an excuse? Well, right, yeah, exactly. And uh, I understand 2020 hindsight can be a little uh, self-congratulatory. I love it. But, it's the um, best way for me to make any argument with 2020 hindsight. Well, here, here, I agree. Uh, but as soon as it became clear that young healthies were virtually unaffected by this thing, it seemed to me, and I said so at the time, the thing to do is to get all those people immunity as quickly as possible. Get together, hold a rave, hold a dance, play volleyball, do what you do, make out with somebody you just met. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> and protect the old and keep the youngsters away from the oldsters. Now, the idea of the other side, the Chris, is it Christine Whitmer? I can never remember. Yeah. I got a mental block with her name for yeah. some reason. Uh, the Christine Whitmers of the world imagined that they could outfox the virus and they could just shut down until the thing was gone. Well, it turns out the virus is far craftier than Christine Whitmer. And I can't claim that I knew it, but it just, it was a gut feeling that, look, the way to beat this thing, because it was astoundingly contagious and, and pretty damn deadly. Was just get as many people immune as possible. It's Michael. No, I'd rather be right than happy. It's Michael's birthday, and uh, I mentioned to him that I think his goal should be to have enough friends that if he dies, somebody notices it. We've got a guy here who died in 2011, but because he uh-huh. had his bills on auto pay and had a fair amount of money in the bank, um, it ten years went by while he just sat there in his apartment dead uh, without anybody noticing. I'd like to think I've got at least some family members that would notice, I don't know, a couple years in, if they haven't heard from me. <laughs> Maybe throw you a text. Hey, brah, haven't heard from you. <laughs> the third Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. <laughs> How's it hanging, buddy? <laughs> the third Thanksgiving where not a text. Not a word. Not a yeah. word. A whisper. Nobody saw. <laughs> Has anyone yeah, that, hit? No? Nobody? That, that story is mostly incredibly sad. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your goal? <laughs> Thanks for bringing it to us. <laughs> Actually, yeah, your goal is not to have a bunch of people thinking, thank God he hasn't bothered me in like, what is it, seven, eight years, ten years, really? <laughs> um, This week marks the anniversary, it was 60 years ago this week, that uh, 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 a commie, but a human being, went into space for the first time. So 60 years ago this week, a human being was in space for the first time ever. Hmm. The technology to get a man in space had not existed until 60 years ago. And here we are now with uh, one of the world's richest men are going to blot out the sun with some sort of satellite. And... <laughs> or so he would have us believe. Well, we have we have practically live video streaming to us from Mars with sound. Yeah, same now. week as the 60th anniversary of the first human being in space, they're going to fly that helicopter on Mars. The first flight on mars which is just it's it's amazing wow. is there anything else like that that can go that far in the next 60 years you know i gotta make a note to myself we just got like a new uh home theater thing put into our house and uh the audio keeps cutting out and i'm gonna make a point to our guy who i like by the way he's very good and a nice guy but i'm gonna say eh, they're getting audio from mars why can't <laughs> i get audio on my tv <laughs> don't say a thing until he answers <laughs> Just exactly. Stare. The power of silence, John. Exactly. That's not too passive aggressive. Just stare with your arms crossed. Okay, so coming up, the Biden administration is actually unveiled a Supreme Court commission. They're talking about packing the court. Mm. 
Is it a real maneuver or is it just buying off the left? I hope. I hope it's that second one. Plus, California teacher caught on tape blasting her students for wanting to come back to school. Outrage, horror, anger. And enjoy the sunshine over the next couple of days if you can because Bill Gates is planning to blot it out. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Bill Gates is backing the first high-altitude experiment of one radical climate change solution, creating a massive chemical cloud that could cool the Earth. It's called solar geoengineering, and it's highly controversial. It would look something like this. Thousands of planes would fly very high and use nozzles to inject millions of tons of light-reflecting particles into the stratosphere. It would create a thin chemical cloud of those particles around the whole planet, blocking some sunlight from reaching the surface. It would mimic a giant volcanic eruption, which we know cools the Earth. How, how, how could, what could go wrong? It's my belief that releasing bullfrogs in Australia will help take care of the crickets. That's right. Bill Gates is going to send a bunch of spaceships up, blot out the sun, cool down the earth enough to avoid this whole climate change problem. <laughs> Done. <laughs> and problem solved. Off the plate. Now what do we want to discuss? Oh, boy. <laughs> you know... If he could promise me I'd never hear another word about climate change, hey, you know. I might give him the go-ahead, or at least try it. Uh, coming up, uh, we'll talk about that teacher. We'll play you the tape. Teacher caught on tape blasting students and parents for daring to want to come back, and you know what sort of epithets are thrown around. Oh, here's a hint. Everything is this these days, so stay with us. Joe Biden just announced something incredibly controversial, and it's either one thing or another. It's either something just truly awful or or it's actually a good thing. He has announced a Supreme Court commission, a bipartisan, I think, yeah, 36-person bipartisan commission to, quote, examine the role and operation of the Supreme Court in our constitutional system and the principal arguments in the contemporary public debate for and against Supreme Court reform. Now, it's bipartisan. Meaning adding justices, court packing. It's bipartisan in a way that if you can get one Republican to vote with your uh, legislation, they call it bipartisan. Um, There are a handful of people that would lean against court packing, probably, but it's heavily uh, weighted on the court packing would be a good idea side based on the writings of these people. Now, Adam White, for instance, who we've had on the show and really like, I would guess he's against it. He's on the commission. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a it's a it's a whole bunch of one and a few of the other. I'm glad you filled that in because I had not heard much about the composition of the commission. Yeah, now, the, Wall, the Wall Street Journal went through all the participants and what they've written in the past. Oh, good deal. I was too busy uh, on the golf course to read that. Sorry, I need some leisure. Ah, uh, so uh, Republicans are acting uh, are reacting with outrage, as you might guess. Uh, Senate Minority Leader Leader Mitch McConnell, who is a, according to Donald Trump, he is what a, 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 a what do you call him? A stupid B or a saw, dumb A or a loser was one of the. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said uh, this. <laughs> Saturday fo- Night Live had a picture of Mitch McConnell smiling, and uh, he doesn't smile often, so it's always striking. They had a picture yeah. of Mitch McConnell smiling, and they said. 
Uh, Mitch McConnell, who is pictured here watching a child get into a stranger's van. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, no, that's not funny. No, it's terrible. Anyway, Mitch McConnell, who would never, ever smile at that, says this this faux academic study of a non-existent problem fits squarely within liberals' years-long capital. It's distracting. Campaign to politicize the court, intimidate its members, and subvert its independence. This is not some new, serious, or sober pivot away from Democrats' political attack on the court. It's just an attempt to clothe those ongoing attacks in fake legitimacy. It's disappointing that anyone, liberal or conservative, would lend credence to this attack by participating in the commission. Well, I would. I don't agree with that. I don't have any problem with looking at. They're looking at a bunch of things with the Supreme Court that should be looked at. I have no problem with that. Assembling a commission. I wish it was more evenly weighted, but they're talking about term limits, the size of the court, and term limits, and you know a number of different things. Maximum, an individual president can get a term or a variety of things that they're going to go with, which I don't mind, you know, looking over because we've had different rules right. since the founding of this country. And well, to I, assume that what we've got now is by far the best is would be dumb. I certainly agree with you that if uh, Biden was anything like the man we thought he was and he claimed to be, it would be a truly bipartisan 18 and 18 uh, panel or just a, a random or something. Brian Fallon's Demand Justice Group deemed it necessary, uh, deems this uh, panel necessary to, quote, undo the damage Republicans did by stealing multiple Supreme Court seats. Yeah. Uh, but I find this reassuring. And uh, I thought this, but he, he uses party words than me. Ilya Shapiro, who's the director of the Robert E. Levy Center for Constitutional Studies at the Cato Institute, said, quote, historically, presidential blue ribbon commissions have been a way to kick an issue down the road so the president doesn't have to deal with it immediately. And hopefully when the commission report comes out, there's less controversy. Yeah, I I think that's what's going on here. It's a steam valve for his base. And the current liberal Supreme Court justice. Brennan. Breyer. What's his name? Uh, Stephen Breyer. Yeah. There you go. Um, he uh, he came out over the weekend, and he's against court packing, and a number of big Democrats are. And yeah, I think this is a kick in the can down the road. So I'm not I'm not frightened by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll have to see how it goes. And you know, I actually kind of like the idea if it's done honestly, which is an if as big as uh, Bill Gates' ego. If it's done honestly and comes out and says, "Listen, AOC." Listen, the weasel I just uh, quoted, here's why you don't want to do this ever. Well, then that would be a useful commission. But again, that's if it's done honestly. So we'll see. It'll be months. uh, They have six months once they meet to come out with a report. A shoe company called Allbirds, which I'd never heard of, has created the world's first 100% natural plant-based leather alternative. And uh, cool, as we try to move away from cows. Cows are going to cease to exist in my lifetime, since we're going we're to be eating fake meat and using fake leather. There'll be no more cows. You'll be going to the zoo to see the last remaining cows. F you, I'm raising my own. All right. I'm going to buy some land. I'm going to get me some cows. The Marxist BLM. Where do you, where do you buy calves? The calf store? Yes, exactly. Okay. The Marxist BLM leader, who we've talked about a lot over the years, Patrice Conculors, uh, she just bought a $1.4 million home in a ritzy L.A. neighborhood. That's one of, like, three homes she just bought. That's, uh... And, and, what's more, and Jonathan Turley was writing about this. I was going to go big on this in a little while. Twitter censored anybody sharing the story. Oh, really? I hadn't heard that. Yeah. 
Starving, Why? old starving Jack Dorsey weighing in again, <laughs> censoring. Why don't you eat something? <laughs> what was the theory behind that? He doesn't like the story. Oh, okay. It's the same theory behind banning the Hunter's, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop story, which was 100% true. Jack, you starving idiot. Super genius. But idiot. Did you hear over the weekend, uh, Hunter Biden used to post videos to Pornhub, that uh, super popular porn site that got in trouble a couple of months back. He, yeah. Some of his videos with him and various... Uh, I don't, I don't know if they were ladies of the evening or what they were, but... Um, temporary friends. Temporary friends. He would post videos of himself sexing up people on Pornhub. Mm. Isn't that mm. something? Mm. Now, Hunter, you're a loser. When your dad is a likely presidential candidate, you'd think you'd want to keep your, your head lower than that. That's the crack talking. Crack has some funny ideas, Jack. <laughs> Don't do crack. Do we still have Whitney Houston saying, don't do crack. Crack is whack. Yeah. Somewhere. Uh, by the way, a quick correction. It is Gretchen Whitmer. Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan, the would-be Mussolini of that fine state. The um, teacher in the San Diego area blasting parents for uh, daring to question being shut down has uh, gone viral, as they say. We'll have that for you coming up. It's pretty good stuff. Yes. Armstrong and Getty.